All right, welcome to the bonus round. Got Ryan Lockett here with us, and we're going to be talking about Kickstarter. He's run 12 Kickstarters so far, and the art for his games is, is it's, it's beautiful. He, he does a really great job with the art. The, the Kickstarter campaigns do a great job of showcasing that art and what the game is going to look like. And so, Ryan, what's your advice for somebody that's wanting to put together a Kickstarter? Maybe they're in the process of putting together a Kickstarter. What kind of art... Uh, assets do they need to get? I mean, obviously they don't have to go get the whole game. You know, that's probably what a Kickstarter is for, is to fund the the art and, um, you know, the production and all that. But what advice would you give somebody as far as how much art to go ahead and and, and purchase? And then, you know, are there certain things that, that do better than others? I mean, obviously you want to have a good board, uh, but, you know, other things like that. And then just kind of any thoughts you've, you have or experiences you have for running so many Kickstarter campaigns. Yeah, well, I will say this. Um when I, I don't launch a Kickstarter campaign unless I am maybe 70% done with all the art. <laughs> so I know that not everyone could maybe get that much done, but I would say you should shoot for a high percentage of that art finished. The more art you can show during the campaign and maybe show it uh, piece by piece sort of as the campaign goes along, it gets something that people can be excited about. Um, it's really worth the investment before you start. So when I start a campaign, I usually make sure that I have the box, right? You got to make sure that cover looks great. Um, maybe the board and some of the cards. And that is what, right when it launches, you can see that stuff. Um, but as the campa- campaign goes along, if you can show more cards and, and new art and new components in different updates, that's something that is going to help your campaign uh, grow and get people excited. You can post the the new images on Board Game Geek. People can thumb them, and then more people will see them, and it'll lead back to your campaign. So I'm definitely a believer in having uh, the you know at over fifty percent of the art done before the game before right. you launch a Kickstarter. Right now, not obviously not everybody can do that. Not everybody can afford that. But a couple benefits you get. One, it really speeds up your timeline. You know, if you already have art done, you don't have to wait to have the art done. So you can you can hopefully ship the game. Uh, even faster, get it into people's hands. But what about uh, changes? Like, have you ever run into a situation where you posted a card or uh, a board or something like that, and the Kickstarter backers raised questions about it, and then you were able to change something to make it a little bit better after, you know, during that process? Yeah, I, it happens fairly often. Um, I can remember for the City of Iron 2nd Edition campaign, I posted the board I had redone the board. I'd painted a new board for the game, and people did not like it. <laughs> and they were not uh, shy about telling me. Yeah. And one person said that they hated it, in fact. So um, the thing is, I was about to send out files to the printer, and uh, that night I stayed up late and did a new board. I sort of went back to the old board and updated it. And the next day I posted the update, and said, hey, thanks to your comments, I fixed, you know, I went back to the old board that everybody loved and just updated it and people loved it. So gotcha. What didn't they like about the new board? Well, the the old board had this uh, sprawling landscape of the world of the setting of of City of Iron and the new board, uh, instead of that, it had just uh, sort of a big mountain scene. And people missed that sprawling landscape with all the different land types. And um, they also didn't like the vertical board. I'd made the board more of a vertical uh, layout so that you, um, it was like a tall board. But people didn't like that. They wanted the more of a horizontal uh, setup. Gotcha. 
Well, it's great that you got instant feedback. Like you didn't have to wait till the game was printed and shipped and all that for for people to tell you or for you to realize, oh, this this isn't as good as as what it could have been. That's I mean, that's a really good benefit from already having the art done in that process. Yeah, that's true. And you know, being the artist, it, it helps me be more flexible. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, there's that. Any other advice for people for for Kickstarter and and art and all that good stuff? Um, just you know. Uh, make that art uh, as thematic and exciting as possible and uh, it will help people uh, get into the game so absolutely get excited about it you know that it'll make them want to back the game right and that's that's so important for kickstarter i mean you're trying to bring in as many people as possible to fund the game and to fund stretch goals or fund you know special things that you'd like to add to the game and so having great art is going to help you in that process Maybe more than anything else. I mean, how many games have been have been uh, funded on Kickstarter that were turned out to be really bad games, but they looked good. You know, <laughs> like, they looked like they were going to be yeah, good, so they true. got funded. <laughs> uh, and there's actually a danger in that. And we could probably spend a whole another episode talking about the dangers of 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 that angle. Well, Ryan, really appreciate your time. Appreciate you coming on the show, and uh, looking forward to, to everything you got ahead of you, man. Um, yeah, thanks for your time. Absolutely. Cool, man. See you. Okay, see you later.